You write your story and make it the greatest story ever told. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have John Maxwell. And I have to tell you that John Maxwell is one of my very favorite speakers ever, I think, because every time he speaks, he really hits me because he talks about helping people and his greatest desire in life and his quest and his vision. And, and the reason he does everything in life is to add value to other people. What a great thing to do. What a great purpose for life just to add value to others. That would change our whole perspective if we stopped focusing on ourselves and what people can do for us, but how we can truly add value to others. And so this message is a three-part message talking about how we can really be a blessing and how we can make a difference because we are all called to make a difference. God made us in his image. He is a difference maker and so are we. Here's John. And I want to talk to you about how to make a difference, how to make a difference. Let, let me ask you a question. How many of you would raise your hand right now and say, John, I would like in my lifetime to make a positive difference to myself and to people around me. How, how many of you want to make it? How many of you want to make a difference? Okay, look, look around, all these, come on, get them back out here for a moment. If somebody didn't raise their hand, they have other issues. <laughs> because all of us, all of us want to make a difference. All of us want, we were created to make a difference. God, God gave you spiritual gifts to make a difference in your life. God gave you passion, and, and, and we are to be our brother's keeper. And I want to talk to you about how to make a difference, and I want to talk to you about my journey, my four-step simple journey in making a difference, because every one of you, it will apply to you. You're going to, you're going to learn something right now that's going to be applied the rest of your life. So look at the person you're sitting beside and say, you're about to learn something. Go ahead and tell them that. You're about to learn something. Look, look right back at him and say, why do you think I brought you here? <laughs> you see, my journey on how to make a difference was when I was in my 20s and my assistant, I was a pastor, I started off pastoring. She gave me a Christmas present, I opened it up and the title, it was a book, and the title of the book was The Greatest Story Ever Told. Now, I love to read, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is a, what a title, the greatest story ever told. I, with great anticipation, opened up the book, and when I opened up the book, all, much to my surprise, all the pages were blank. And I looked at her, I said, well, it says the greatest story ever told. She said, turn to the first page. I turned to the first page, and she had written a note for me. Dear John, your life is before you. You fill these pages with your dreams, with your hopes, with matters of your heart. You write your story and make it the greatest story ever told. I took that book home with me, and the next morning, I wasn't a writer at that time at all. Next morning, I started, my, I started writing my first book, and this was for me. And the first words I, on that blank page, the first words I put on that blank page was, I want to make a difference. Because that's exactly what I want to do. I want to make a difference. So as you, as you start to take this Make a Difference journey in our series that we've been doing on vision, and this is the last of the four, as you start your Make a Difference journey, the first step one is I want to make a difference. 
It, it begins there. It's already in your heart. It was sown in your heart when you were created. I can still remember being in the fourth grade and walking across the campus at a camp meeting. My father was an overseer for about 250 pastors, and he was so greatly loved, and he made such a difference in so many leaders' life. And I would hold his hand, and in fourth grade, and I kind of wanted to go to lunch, and and it's only a three-minute walk across the campus, but for my dad, it was a 30-minute walk because he'd stop and pray with people and encourage people and believe in people and love on people. And I would watch people come and and just, I could tell how much they adored him and loved him. And, and I'm in the fourth grade and I'm saying, I, when I get older, I want to be just like my dad. I, I just want to make a difference. I just want to, I just want to, I want to add value to people. I, I really, I just want to make a difference. And when you think about it, when you're making a difference, your spirit is high, your, your morale is high. You, you, you all of a sudden, you feel good about yourself and you feel good about others. I, I wish you could... I wish you could meet my dad. He's still alive. He's 96, and he'll be 97 in, in, in November, and, and he, he's an incredible man. When my mother died, um, we, I'm the middle child, three of us uh, children, we went to him and asked him to go to a, an assisted care place. Uh, he was still dry. He was in great shape, but, but, but we just wanted to be close to medical help, and they were building one very close to his home, and, and so he said yes, and so he would go over and visit them while they were building it. And, and he would say, well, I'm going to be here. You know, and I'm going to be, and, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be here. And he'd go over and visit. Everybody knew him. Everybody knew him. And, and so one day we were having lunch. He said, Dad, John, he said, when they, when they move us in, I'm going to be the first one to move in. I said, that's nice. I said, why do you want to be the first one? He said, well, son, think about it for a moment. There's going to be a bunch of old people there. <laughs> Never entered his mind that he was old. He said, there's going to be a bunch of old people there. And he said, I want to be the first one moved in. So when they come and they're kind of fearful and anxious about this new place they're going to, I can meet them at the front door and shake their hand and say, my name is Melvin Maxwell and I'm going to be your neighbor and it's going to be okay. I, I'm going to make a difference. I'm, I'm going to make a difference at that front door. And he did. And, and then, and then you, know, you know, after he's in a few months, I'm talking to him again. He says, you know, I'm the chaplain now here. I said, that's good. I said, that's, that's good. Dad. I said, how'd you, how'd you become chaplain? He said, well, there wasn't any. <laughs> he said, I looked around. There wasn't any chaplain. And so I, I, he said, I just raised my hand and made myself chaplain. <laughs> and he said, I, I'm the chaplain now. And so here's the chaplain. You know, I'm back up. You know, I'm seeing him all. And, and he started it. They talked to him and let him start a little church. And, and they got him, gave him a room there at the assisted care. And he filled the first service up. And so he had a second service, filled that one up. And then he had a night service and filled that up. And I'm having lunch again with him another time. And he said, he said we're, son, we're packed out. He said, he said, we're packed out. He said, I, he said, I, I don't know what we're going to do. I, 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 we're packed out. I, what, he said, I'm looking into satellite right now. I'm, I, 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 I'm looking into satellite. He's 93 and he's looking into satellite. Come on. He's 93. He, another time he told me, this, I love this. He said, he said I, I named my church. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, with my dad, I'm always fastening my seatbelt. I said, oh, that's good, dad. I said, well, what did, what, what did he name the church? Well, he said, first of all, son, let me give you the context. He said, they're all old. They're old. He said, they're just old people, son. You don't want to re- Do you realize how old those people are? They're old. And he said, I, they, and they come to my church. He said, that, you know, they're near death. He said, I call my church the first church of the last chance. 
Isn't that good? First church, last chance. <laughs> you better get in now. You're going soon, baby. <laughs> Woo, you're on a fast slide down there. Let's go. Always encouraging people. I asked him one time, I said, Dad, how do, you, how, how do you know people need to be encouraged? Oh, he said, son, that's simple. If they're breathing. He said, if you're breathing, you need to be encouraged. He said, that's why I encourage everyone. Son, son, if they're breathing, they need to be encouraged. He said, now, let me tell you this. Let me give you a hint. If they're not breathing, don't waste your time. You don't need to encourage them. If they're dead, don't, you know, no, don't do it. But, but if, they're living, if, if, if they're living, I want to make a difference. I saw him the other day. In the last year and a half, he worked full-time as a chaplain until about a year and a half ago, and he fell and he broke six ribs, and they had a stroke. And so he's in a wheelchair, and, and over, the la- over the last year, I've been walking with him, and he'd be in the wheelchair, and, and he'd call me close to him, and he, for a while, the stroke had really, really affected his speech. And, and, and he'd, he'd call him to get me real close, and he'd get real close, and he'd, he'd whisper in my ear, he'd say, son, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. He's 96. I'm, I'm coming back. I said, Dad, you got a 96-year-old body and a 26-year-old will. I'm coming back. In the last six weeks, eight weeks, he's now out of the wheelchair, back at the walker. Back at the walker. And, he, and he's... So, so we're out to lunch the other day, and, 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 or dinner, we're, we're, and, and he said, you know, all I really want to eat is ice cream. And so, I, I, I mean, I got him a big thing of ice cream. I mean, that big. I mean, when you're 96, you can eat anything you want to. Don't let anybody put that stuff on you. Hello? You don't have to do that bird seed anymore. <laughs> and so he got this big thing of ice cream, and we're just talking. He's just having the time of his life. And he looks at me, he said, son, he said, I've been praying, and God has shown me. Now listen, the greatest opportunities are still before me to help people. He's 96. The greatest opportunities are still before me to help people. I want to make a difference. That was John Maxwell, and you can find that entire talk on YouTube if you search under Vision, Make a Difference by John Maxwell. You can also find out more information about him. He's got so many great books, great resources, great teachings on YouTube and all over the world. He's got some really great resources to help you grow as a leader and just as a Christian, as a human being. But his website is johnmaxwell.com. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.